0: Fucking hell, that introduction brought me right back to childhood when at 10 years old, I began to feel trapped and in need of escape. More recently, I watched the Matilda movie musical on Netflix. Just me, Netflix and Matilda. And suddenly I saw and I heard Matilda in a new way and for the very first time. You're a high achiever on paper and through the eyes of others. You've made it. Congratulations. But the truth is, you feel unwanted, unworthy, and unlovable. You always have, but you hide it well. Welcome to the Trauma Hiders podcast. I'm Karen Goldfinger-Baker, and this is a podcast where high achievers like you finally reveal what keeps them up at night that no amount of money or recognition will fix. I'm also making it my business to speak with people who get you. Hell, I get you. I am you. So get your best hider's face on, sit down, and let your guard down. What's on the other side of this shit will change your life. There are so many ways people like us fuck ourselves over. But let's start with five ways. When you know them, maybe you'll finally stop doing them. Over on my website, you'll find a free download listing the five ways your fuckery is getting in the way of the next level of your success. Grab it now at karengoldfingerbaker.com. Once upon a time, there was a little girl who was trapped. This is the story of her great escape. And so starts Roald Dahl's classic book-turned-movie turned stage musical, and more recently, turned cinematic musical, Matilda. I wasn't a child when the book came out, but a few years later, I had children. And a few years after that, my children watched the movie version of Matilda on VHS. I sat with them. Notice I didn't say I watched with them. I couldn't. It was that beginning that got me all up in my shit right away. Once upon a time, there was a little girl who was trapped. This is the story of her escape. Fucking hell, that introduction brought me right back to childhood when at 10 years old, I began to feel trapped and in need of escape. More recently, I watched the Matilda movie musical on Netflix, just me, Netflix and Matilda. And suddenly I saw, and I heard Matilda in a new way. And for the very first time at its core Matilda is about trauma and the impact of trauma. Just like me, and perhaps just like you, Matilda's real world is too much, too soon, too fast. The very definition of trauma. Matilda's young life in real life was full of neglect, verbal abuse, ridicule. In time, Matilda's own escape is through her very active imagination. She escapes her real life and goes to her safe, colorful, warm, loving fantasy world. If you've listened to the podcast before, you may recall that the sexual abuse I experienced began when I was 10 years old. I was in fifth grade. We hadn't yet started the cringy unit on sex education, and my parents hadn't had the talk with me. You know, they still haven't. And now my mom is dead, but I digress. I didn't quite know how babies were conceived, and from what I did know, I was operating under the assumption that I was gonna have a baby in a matter of months. And based on the math, I would be at overnight camp. From the winter before camp, and that spring and into summer, I spent the vast majority of my time in my own fantasy world. My world was centered around a house I could see from my fifth grade classroom window. I imagined this house was warm, cozy, smelled of calm, thoughtful breakfasts, and coffee in the morning. It had comfortable places with soft but bright enough light to spend the day reading. Occasionally dozing off with people around that I could trust to cover me up, keep me warm instead of threatening me. Every day the fantasy family that I imagined was calm, quiet, and they moved really slow. Matilda imagined circus performers, specifically an escapologist and an acrobat, and they were madly in love. Matilda's fantasy couple had an exotic life, and eventually they even had a baby. I noticed that in Matilda's fantasy world, her lead characters had ups and downs and even disappointments. My fantasy world was soft colors, soft light, soft footsteps, soft clothing. No disappointments, no upset. In my fantasy world, there was no room for disappointment. Maybe because in my real world, I'd already decided that I was the disappointment. Magical thinking is a coping mechanism often associated with trauma. It's not a bad thing or a good thing. It's a response. For me, and in my assertion for Matilda, Magical thinking was there to take control, to be in power. The not-so-magical being a place where others are in power, and Matilda and I are powerless. For me, magical thinking was a warm, loving friend. There when I needed her, and I really needed her. As I moved through my life, I honor the being I was, the ways I showed up because I had to, and the steps along the path to live in this world. I don't know that we will ever meet grown up Matilda, but I hope she gives herself the compassion and grace to be with and embrace all her parts and mostly the magical ones. You've been listening to the Trauma Hiders Club podcast. For more episodes, head over to my website where you'll find links to resources mentioned and all the ways you can listen on your favorite podcast platform. And if you're ready to fight, Discover the Rules of Trauma Club, head over to KarenGoldfingerBaker.com.